You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Almost Human After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Almost Human After Show. Hey there, Almost Human fans. Ooh, yeah. That's a sweet, sweet beat from the Crystal Method, who do all the music on Almost Human. Talking about Almost Human, Season 1, Episode 12, Beholder. I am Matt Lieberman. Got a great panel here. Unfortunately, uh, Ryan Hook's not able to join us this week, but the fantastic and talented Miss Yell Teagle is joining us in his stead. Hello. I tried to grow a beard. I failed. It's okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're happy that you don't have a Ryan-quality beard right now. Be I'm disappointed. I, yeah, I wanted to see the beard. Okay. You, really you've got enough beard for the whole crew, Zach. <laughs> All right. Uh, Megan Salinas is here. Hey, everybody. Zach Wilson's here. Hey, guys. Uh, Stephen Lemieux on the ones and twos, engineering the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we had a great episode this week, and it's funny, you know, like, we, we talk every week about how we're desperate for answers, because this show... The universe is so rich, and they provided us with a wealth of mysteries and and also just interesting technologies and factions for us to explore. But then, honestly, if I look back, like this episode, most of my favorite episodes are very standalone. Um, and I thought that this episode was really great. What did you guys think? I, I Oh, go ahead. No, no, no ahead. Megan, you first. <laughs> I didn't know which way we were going. <laughs> I wasn't sure either. Are we going counterclockwise or clockwise? Um, I really liked it. I thought I, I agree with you 100%. This was a great standalone episode. And even though I didn't get all the answers that I wanted to, right. I, I did kind of, I got, I was very entertained by getting hints at Stahl's backstory. Right. And getting, getting more about that. And even seeing Kenneth try to make a move and then failing. Oh, I know. Timing is terrible. Poor Kenneth. It, it's the kind of episode that feels like it should have been aired as like the eighth episode or something. Yeah. Where like, Finally, Stahl gets a nice, juicy, you know, episode for us to really fall in love with her character. We see some movement on the relationship front and uh, a classic conflict. Um, and more so than the uh, episodes that they moved, right. this one felt like it could have been moved. Yeah. This yeah. one felt like it could have been moved way earlier because, you know, as we're getting so close to the season finale... You want you want these answers. Yeah, it was a really good standalone episode, but for me, I want more for the penultimate episode of season right. 1, I wanted more of the serialized stuff, and I think that as I love this show, but they need to sort of pick a direction. Yeah. of cuz the procedural serialized back and forth is conf- it's confusing me as a viewer. I imagine it's confusing other members of the audience in terms of we don't know what we're getting each week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm tuning in and I'm going to get more of the in syndicate stuff. I'm going to get more of that storyline that I'm really loving and I really want more of. I don't know if we're going to get more of Kenix and Stahl's relationship. It's so spread out and thin. 
Or are we just going to get a story of the week? Yeah. It's a toss-up every week. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> but it's not a good thing. What do you I, think, Yon? I loved seeing Stahl and, and learning what she is. I mean, they've made mention to it, kind of. And this episode, they were like, here's what a chrome is. Here's what's happening. Here's what you need to know. Um, but what I really don't like is it's she doesn't do much as a like cop. Yeah, She's not really out in the field as much. And I want – we finally got a little bit of that this week and I want more. I want yeah, her to do things. Why isn't she in the field? Because when she was talking to that other chrome, she She's was just great. schooling her, going yeah. toe-to-toe. That was my favorite because part of this Because the episode. last time she went in the field, she got, she got kidnapped. kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So? Uh, yeah, I know. Well, here's, here's the thing, right? We've got our fingers in a lot of pies. Don't No jokes. Um, we got our fingers in a lot of pies. No we've got going to, we've got androids. We got androids. We've got clones. We've got chromes. We've got Mikelon Red. We've got Syndicate. We have this relationship subplot. We have Dorian. We have and, the other side of the wall. Right. We have the other side of the wall. We have the XRNs. We have so much stuff that you know it feels like we could consolidate a bit. And maybe, you know, an episode before the season finale, it feels like a waste to spend it talking about the chromes when we had a chrome episode two weeks ago. Yeah. And we're still and we're left on that massive cliffhanger from three weeks ago when we get the the XRN and we get more of Dorian's backstory. We we haven't checked in with his monstrous freak strength recently. Like there's a lot of stuff that we still are waiting to see pay off, and I feel like and the episode at the the school where they were investigating the drug uh, and the chrome uh, murders there, mm-hmm. that could have been the episode where we really got more of Stahl. Now here's here's another thing, right? You know, because as a as a TV show, especially in its first season, you start producing it and you don't know what's what's going to come out of it. You've got all this all these disparate pieces. I think th- I don't know that they realized how great the chemistry was going to be between their two leads when they started writing the show. Mm. And when they put this character of Stahl in there and they set her up as this love interest, they spend so much time in the car with Kenix and Dorian and exploring their interplay that she's been underserved all season. And it's taken a very long time to give her a sizable role in an episode that doesn't see her getting kidnapped or something like that. It is the kind of character that I could see, um, fingers crossed, season two, becoming much more in the forefront because we don't have to spend as much time developing our main characters. We know who they are. And in this episode, we got to know Stahl a little bit better. And we can get to know her more and let her actually warm up to people and get and we got that little look back like so we know that they exactly. we know that they they ship each other she a little lingered. bit i was yeah. shouting i was shouting at my television i'm like give him the look back give him the look back i'm like oh she didn't give him the look back and then there it was i'm like she he got the look back that's my boy get it <laughs> I, I shouted too i i think that that their relationship because it is the the relationship. It is what the fans want. It's what yeah. they want. It's gonna happen. They have to drag it out for like three years. <laughs> three whole years? Yeah. Jeez Louise. Well, they that was to. one of the things that going in, it was like, from right. the pilot, well, I was like, well, these two are gonna hook up. Yeah. yeah. In well, three years. It's something that we, you know, it, obviously we know, but maybe they're, maybe they're playing us a little bit. Cause again, we're, we, I know we were talking about a couple weeks ago, 
um, you know, the lack of Stahl's backstory um, is like, well, maybe, maybe there's something else going on. Maybe there's something bigger in her backstory that they're building up to. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then I'm totally okay with them kind of giving us these bits and pieces if what mm-hmm. comes out later turns out to be something monumental. Absolutely. The, the issue for me, and I think, Matt, you touched on it a little bit before, is that the, all the information we got here is what I thought we were going to get a couple weeks ago when we dealt with Chromes for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I get that, and I like the whole nanobot plastic surgery storyline. That's Love a great that. piece of, like, technology evolution. But we didn't need a, necessarily a second Chrome episode. As good as it was, Especially the so, so close together and everything, yeah. too. I think would have been when better. what would have been better was if this was the Chrome story. We didn't need that minor introduction to Chromes in the past. Well, in, the minor introduction would have been earlier in the season and then and, they yeah. be- and then they pushed it back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was it should have it should have aired what is episode 4 that episode and instead aired, you know, 3 weeks ago or 2 weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like if it had all aired in order back to that old chestnut yeah. You know, it wouldn't feel so strange that we're getting two Chrome episodes nearly back to back, especially when we want just nonstop answers leading up to our finale. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think we need to harp on the yeah the episode order anymore, but just Oops. the two sorry the two <laughs> Chrome episodes back to back for the like I said for the penultimate episode. Right, I wanted more towards the serialized stuff. I want. To know, I want the Dorian army. I want to know where that is. Yeah. And especially with finding out about his memories last week, or the memories that are in his head, too. Yeah. Um, and knowing that, you know, uh, the doctor's behind the wall and all sorts right. of other stuff. It's like, why Why are we taking a step back from that to have a standalone episode when we have all this stuff building up? Yeah. Well, that's what I was hoping for when we went to Rudy's, you know, Rudy's sweatshop. His dang hole. <laughs> um, and he was all concerned. I thought he had found some new discovery in the whole Dorian memories thing. And instead, he's upset that they didn't tell him that there's someone offing beautiful people. <laughs> Which is a fair point. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mackenzie Crook is your type? <laughs> he is six cousins to the heir, I'll have you know. Is he really? That's yeah. what he said in the... Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Yeah. And he was a child model. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He I can was, totally see. What did he have? So what did he funny. say he had? Some kind of special nose. Uh, it was like a MacArthur nose or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. I think what was great was when uh, the captain realized that they were all beautiful people. Oh, she yeah. He's like, I see what they have in common. They're really good looking. Yeah. <laughs> They're I was all like, very attractive. <laughs> is that fair all your type? Uh, I mean, it, it, that kind of goes back to our one episode where the captain got some, like, um, got some character development. The same episode where Stahl got captured. Yeah. Um, where, you know, uh, the guy that she's trying to put away is, ta- is, is taunting her about, you know, her lack of a love life and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I just want the best for Captain Maldonado. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least Colonel Broyles on Fringe had a family, you know. Um, anyway, the, literally, literally this week, and I, it's not every week, but most weeks, They'll reuse a location from Fringe on this show, <laughs> and it just it drives me up the wall because I'm like, we I've been in this dark concrete hallway before. It's just a parallel universe, Matt. That's how Fringe works. No, right? it is not a parallel universe. This is it, this is the truth. This is our universe, just in the future, okay? And we're somehow getting it beamed back to the past. 
That's how this works. I don't actually believe this is real. Um, okay, so let's jump. Let's jump into this case. We've got this uh, DNA thief killing, uh, killing beautiful people, trying to get different parts of their face so he can craft the perfect face and be with the woman that he loves. Yeah. Oh, uh. sweet, creepy, <laughs> so creepy, romantic. sweet. It's like, so oh, ew. yeah. We got. It's like a nice, weird blend this week. We got a little rear window. Um, we've got a little bit of, like, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I thought, yeah, very Buffalo Bill in kind yeah. of a weird way. <laughs> he's making a human suit, except the suit is actually his bones. <laughs> because he's got nanobots changing them. Which, like, such a creepy effect and really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I approve of anything with nanobots. Ever yeah. since that one episode of the Super Bat- Superman Batman Adventures where Batman's body is invaded <laughs> by Brainiac's nanites. That's the nanobot <laughs> reference you cling to. That's the one that I pull, That's yeah. So odd. That- they always <laughs> use nanobots in the Spider Man cartoon I used to watch, so Did I feel they? you there. I don't remember Spider Man nanobots. I feel like last week there were uh, nanites on uh, intelligence and then. Earlier, you know, Revolution has the nanobots, and then do you have a Doctor nanobot? Who has Zach? nanogenes? iRobot was a huge. <laughs> you you keep nanobots. going back to iRobot because hey, you were love iRobot. That is one of my yeah. They, that's how you kill the the big intelligence thing. Uh, yeah, but, that's um, how you kill the big intelligence. Real, real quick thing. question about a real quick question about these nanobots. Why would you necessarily need DNA from other people? In order to reconstruct yourself, like, couldn't you just use the nanobots and put them to a certain setting and be they're like, give not, me higher cheekbones? They're and not whoops. that smart. And you don't want to make a mistake because it's painful every time you do it. It nearly kills the guy. But they're smart enough. I mean, that was a question I had because they're smart enough to pick out the exact piece of the face you're trying to replicate, mm-hmm. but they're not smart enough to do, like, special <laughs> order. And a lot of people that they tried to do, kill, uh, they killed. Yeah, it so, caused some sort of arrhythmia <clears throat> or right. something. Like so they're that. smart it, enough yeah. to, to find your specific cheekbone. <laughs> they need to go hunt, and they just need to find, like, cadavers with really nice cheekbones to pull DNA from. Yes. Yeah, why didn't he just do that? Just get <laughs> cadavers with the cheekbones. I don't know. I mean... He wouldn't want them to turn it into what it looks like dead because it's rotting and it's not great. I don't know. Uh, does it need to be fresh DNA? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that it does. This, I will say that mo- most episodes of Almost Seen to this point have explained the technology more mm-hmm. than this one. Okay. They they jump on, like, they, I can deal with the we're not sure why it causes heart attacks and arrhythmias, yeah. but they left a lot of questions to as to how this technology works. Yeah, you're bugged. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Is that a mosquito? Yep. Yeah, there's a mosquito in the studio. It's loose, and we have a lot of bears. <laughs> Trying to get our DNA. <laughs> it wants it's our a DNA. nanobot. Yeah. It's an actuator. It's an actuator. In mosquito form. I don't know where you find one, but there it is. Um, Special but, order on Amazon, maybe? I, I guess so. But yeah, so I could have used a little bit more, and I tend yeah. to cling to that stuff as like a science nerd. Like, I want more you of the know. explanation. Right. And it also, it just increases our enjoyment because we're like, the more plausible it can be, the more harrowing it is. The more mm-hmm. it's like, you know, this is around the corner, this could happen to us or to our children or something like that. You know, because I have to imagine that we're all going to have child model children. Right. If we can afford it. If you we know. can afford it. If we can afford. <laughs> oh, you mean Chrome, not like Rudy child model. No, I meant like Rudy. 
That's exactly <laughs> what I meant. Okay, uh, real quickly, just going to do a quick iTunes plug. Um, don't skip! If you were about to skip, if you were about to skip, I know that it was you. Yeah, I'm looking right at you, Stephen Lemieux. Uh, do not <laughs> skip this plug, and I'll tell you why. Because it is these plugs that put this show in your ears. So listen up. Listen. Are you listening? Stop shouting at me. Okay, yeah, I won't shout at you. But I will fiercely and forcefully tell our audience how much I love them. Okay, <laughs> gang, we do these shows, we do these shows not just because we love TV and we love talking about it, because we love educating you, informing you, entertaining you, doing everything we can to enhance your enjoyment of the shows that you love. We love the AfterBuzz TV community. We have the best fans on the planet. I say that, no hyperbole, knowing that it is the truth. We put out over 68 hours of free content a week, and because we live in the effing future, we can download it, we can stream it, we can put it wherever we want and watch it or listen to it to our heart's content. It's all free. Now, if you were someone who was like, wow, I'm so grateful I live here now and not like in the 18th century when podcasts were a far-flung dream of a crazy person probably (laughs) living in an asylum somewhere, what could I do to aid the cause? I'll tell you. You go to iTunes, you slap the show with a rating, maybe give it a review. It only takes a second, doesn't cost a dime, and it means the world. It it lights up our day, first of all, when we get audience feedback, but it also shows our bosses that we have an audience and that they <laughs> like what we're doing and that they want more of it and that we can do, you know, a second season, that we can more aggressively pursue guests for this show. Mm-hmm. And it just, it legitimately, it raises the collective water level of not just this podcast, but the entire network. It means everything. And we want to be the best almost human podcast out there. So yeah. that's why we want to hear from you guys. I mean, that means, like, if we come back, that we, we can go to Fox and be like, hey, we're the best. We're the best We're one. the top almost human podcast. So you should send us some uh, Michael Ely, and then we can... Yeah. Break out of your Oh, no, we can't. And- it, the, the Dorian would just fill up this whole studio. We would not be able to talk. We'd be squashed against the walls. It's like um, it's like an airbag. When it's released from his pants, it fills the entire room, and we're just thrown against the walls. No, I'm going to shut this down. The room would be filled with Dorian-sized fun. Fine. All right, I'm, exactly. We're all up for Dorian-sized fun. Yes, we are. Uh, I'm just going to really quickly give some shout-outs. Um... <clears throat> this podcast is amaze balls. Five stars from Ryan at Atlantis. Uh, Almost Human is such an amazing show. This podcast complements it perfectly. I love tuning in and hearing the thought-provoking commentaries from the hosts each week. Uh, P.S. We need to get the Dorian officially recognized by the government as a unit of measurement. <laughs> Start calling your congressman. Um, Whoever wrote that, I love you. I know. I have so much love for this person. Mad Moni, I'm pretty sure I already read a review for Mad Moni. Maybe he like revised it after reading it because he says, thanks for the shout out on the last show. Uh, I feel bad I didn't write a critique. So here goes. Um, I love all the hosts, especially Matt. You guys give a well thought out breakdown of each show. Each recap feels like a group of friends hanging out, dissecting your favorite show. So thanks for letting us join the fun. Oh, thanks, Mad Moni. You rock. Another shout out for you. This mosquito is driving me insane. <laughs> this is like the fly episode of Breaking Bad. Matt's going to lose it. Let's talk about the DNA and stuff, because all I can do is watch this mosquito. Um, here's the thing that I love about this episode. Not only you know is it like a terrifying 
I think I think we just killed the mosquito. We killed it. No. Nope. Yeah. Yes. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. just like about, a cockroach. Let's just talk about the DNA and the, yeah. and the Chrome Club. No. And, and let me like first of all, really fascinating. You know, a cool mystery jumping off point. We found a body with uh, a puncture mark with seven people's DNA inside of it. Which also, ew, he used the same actuator <laughs> for everybody and he didn't clean it. He didn't it. clean it. That's so gross. Disgusting. He could have cleaned it. No, that's how you spread AIDS, okay? What? You <laughs> wash the needles before you put them in people's necks. Here's the thing. It's, it's so far in the future... AIDS has already been taken care of. Oh, yeah, of. and they're chromes. They don't get in sick. In chromes, but... I no, mean, I'm assuming that at this point, they have found a cure. Okay. I like hope. He could have cleaned them <laughs> off screen. Like, he I'm, didn't, though. He didn't, though. He, they found seven well, people's DNA fair. in the hole. Oh, to be fair, guys, look look at the, you know, look at the... Um, the the lab that he's going to and I, I think I said it before any place that makes Rudy's lab look good by comparison yeah. you know you are in a danky hellhole <laughs> so. yeah because dank is just the word for 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 Rudy's <laughs> hole he lives in a dank hole okay um so stall in order to try to you know find some leads she goes down to the Electus Club which is where uh, our first victim was seen was was last seen, and uh, you know it's this exclusive Chrome Club that she's able to walk into. She is a member of the club, but they won't let her in because she's a Chrome and a cop, or just because this woman is just like awful, um, and she's like judging her. And I just want Stahl to punch her in the face and like get in there Kenick style, but instead she uses her wiles and her wits. In an attempt to, uh, you know, convince her to let her in until cute guy Jake comes in and, he, and he's like, hey, wait a second. I own this club. Let me squire you away for a <laughs> nice lunch where you can interrogate me and I can stare at your pretty face. <laughs> Meow. That's exactly how he phrased yeah, it. That's <laughs> what I read in my subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was very interesting. Um because I, I know a lot of people have talked about how it's very unusual for Detective Stahl to be a detective. Yeah. That that's a weird choice for for a Chrome to make. But this is the first time, like with the exception of people in the police station kind of poking fun at her, that we've seen somebody legitimately looking down on her for it. Right. Like, what? Get out. We don't serve your kind here. Oh, shoot. Uh, I guess we do. Um. Well, you still can't come in. No cops allowed. That's, that's what I saw in my subtitles. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. yeah. That was the part that for me, I was like, she just flashed a badge at you, and you're going to give them. She's attitude? a member of the club, and she's a police officer. She knows and you're Chief like, no, Justice, you whatever is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's the attitude Thorn. of the crumbs is that they are above. I'm much like this is almost like you're just taking the 99 percent, the one percent. Mm-hmm. This is the one percent with a physical discernible difference. Yeah. Um, so it's not just like, oh, you don't have money. It's like, no. You are not at, literally. You are not as good as we yep. are. They're um, all athletes and judges and professors and you know lawyers and doctors, stockbrokers, stockbrokers. And I imagine people who wear the Monopoly guy monocle. Oh sure, if they have a monocle, <laughs> they're definitely a chrome. You just, you have a, oh. <laughs> okay, are. as long as it's not the mosquito. <laughs> it was not the mosquito, but it kept making me think of it, so I had to deal with the situation. <laughs> um, and um, this guy. He actively, he actively, you know, dispels her fears and her prejudices against her fellow crumbs. He's actually a very nice guy. 
Um, and so far, so far, it's true. <laughs> I don't trust him. You don't nope. trust him one nope. bit. Nope. Trust him as far as you can throw him. I, I trust sure. him. Yeah, I trust him too. Yeah. See, maybe it's, it's a it's a it's a woman thing of like you can tell when a dude is being so nice that there's obviously something wrong. What yep. do you think? Yeah, was that? Yeah. Okay. It's well, a girl thing. either either he's just some poor hapless guy that's going to get shoved aside when she and Kenix inevitably get together. I in mean, which that's case, I'll true. feel bad for him. Right. Or he's somebody not to be trusted in any way, shape, or form. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Yell on this one because Yell has predicted something very similar before, and I did not <laughs> get on that bandwagon. So I'm gonna get on that bandwagon. Uh, I, I agree with you though that. that Jake is either there's we're going to see him once more yeah. and there's something wrong or sketchy or we're not going to see him once more. But we will hear his name when Stahl is like, yeah, it didn't work out. And then she finally gets with John. Yeah. Uh, I mm. think he's fine. But here's the thing. If he doesn't have a brother who sculpts wood, then he is a problem. That's what I'm going to say. The brother who sculpts wood is the whole reason that she falls for him in that moment because he obviously respects people who choose to do other things with their lives. So if that's a lie, then we must cry. Excellent. If that is a lie, then we must cry. I hope that catches on Twitter. I think he's going to be a – I think he's a good guy. I don't don't know that he's like a great guy. Um, Still a chrome. I mean, he does run this, like, pseudo-racist, like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exclusive club. Only appear- pseudo-racist? <laughs> well, because it's not uh, based on race. It's it's based it's on based your on genetic. DNA. So it's still prejudiced, then. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's a discriminatory it's, it's club. A, it's, a, it's a country club. It's the ultimate country club in the city. Yeah. yeah. Here's here's my question about chromes that I don't think we, we talked about last time. Please that we had. ask. Um, this is 35 years in the future. Right. The, uh, these are not, like at least set up the way I, I see it, like as okay. the first generation of chromes. But all of these people appear to be in their th- or like late 20s to mid-30s. Right. So they would have had to be born about now. Mm. Yeah, they don't really talk about so that. So it's just like it jumped out at me as like the, right. when were all Definitely these people within born? Definitely the, within the next decade. Within the sure. next five years. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good point. I don't know if they're... Aging was somehow, you know, multiplied, and they're able to age faster and like get to a certain maturity. Maybe they mature at a certain at a different age. Like they they don't hit puberty until they're like in their full adult stage. All these people are like twenty two years old. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that that uh, my theory on this is because they're genetically supposed to be also like beautiful and perfect. Right. That they individually will like grow to what they're physical perfection is mm-hmm. and stay there their whole life. That, uh, at least for a right. long time yeah. because uh, chromes tend to to have very long lives and right. everything. So. Yeah, but, like, but they can't tend to have anything because it's only 35 years from now is my <laughs> point. Um, so like I like the heart attacks and stuff like that, like if they're only like thir- if they're only 35 years old at max at this point, mm-hmm. um, unless it's the chromes have been like a secret underground like genetic experiment that we don't know about happening in like 2006. Um, There's no like law or social custom that says that chromes and hu- norm and normies can <laughs> get together, right? There's not any kind of like legal obstacle to their romance. Not legal obstacle, no. but I imagine if they're going to shame Stahl just for picking a different career... Right. For a chrome to hook up with a non-chrome, unless that's an exceptional person. Well, I, 
I imagine it would be the same sort of barriers that, you know, kind of really rich people, you know, would kind of have in like marrying people of a quote unquote lower yeah. class and things like that. I mean, only that... exasperated as this world tends well, what to What happens yeah. when a chrome and a chrome mate do they make? Just automatically. Do you just make babies? perfect babies? <laughs> I don't think so. I think you're rich enough and successful enough that you then pay for more chrome babies. Yeah. So then what happens when you mix chrome with non chrome? I don't know. I imagine it's somewhat superior in that it's yeah. got the the some What's of the. What's the probability that you receive recessive genes? I mean, it, that's basically it. It's like she's got all great genes, and mm-hmm. the baby will probably have all of Kenix's recessive genes <laughs> <laughs> instead. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Sorry. We're gonna move on. Um, Dorian got some good jokes in this week. Uh, but but not a ton of action or fun. No. I liked his intimidating uh, computer face when um, when Kenix is like, you know, my robot. What's the threat that he gives? He's like, my robot will blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts to Dorian and he's got like the, the blue stuff scrolling on his face. Anyone remember? I remember that. I don't remember You why. don't remember what the threat was? No. no. That's fine. My favorite moment was um, during that conversation where he brings up Samantha. Where oh, he yeah. just answers mm-hmm. Kenix's phone. Oh, yeah, I hate when he does that, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's, waved, he's waved me off saying he doesn't want to talk to you. He's yeah, waving now he's, his arms. Yeah, he's shaking his head. He does not want to speak to you. Would and you then, like me to relay her message? <laughs> yeah. Then Kenix just goes... We need to talk about the guy code. Yeah. No, about bro code, I think he I said. I don't think he actually said bro code. Did he say code. bro code or guy code? I think he said guy code. Okay, fine. Guy code. Just I think that might as well over. have been the bro code. Right? But I think that's so funny of just like that's a file that they need to install because it just, you know, cops, it's like a brotherhood. And these DRNs should know, like, hey, man, come on, not cool. Wait. Haven't you seen True Detective? We <laughs> lie to our wives. I, I believe that Dorian was right, though, and that Kenix is probably boring on a date. Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah. All he wants to talk about is work. Probably, yeah. Yeah. And stall. <laughs> to be fair, I'd listen to him talk about work for at least 12 installments of 44 minutes. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So that's, yeah, it's about, I mean, 12 very brief dates. But maybe maybe thirteen. Maybe thirteen. Yeah, hopefully thirteen. I'm Here's gonna say maybe. I would like a hundred of those, please. A <laughs> hundred of those forty-four minute dates with Destiny, or at least twenty-four. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Fox. Come on. At least Fox. just enough to give us answers. <laughs> How tragic was it? He breaks into uh, the 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 perp breaks into the woman that he loves. He breaks into her home and finds out that he's been doing all this work for nothing because she is blind. Judy. Oh, Judy. That, His name was that, Eric. She loved yeah. him. She loved him and he could have just had her this whole time and instead he was so focused on beauty he didn't realize it was right in front of her. Damn you! <laughs> that was the most... What about like, Judy's happy ending? <laughs> she doesn't get one here. No. But so, that was the most like sweet... Kind of sickeningly, like twisted, but still really. Oh man, I don't I even love know how to describe it. it. It was like just... a Twilight Zone. Oh, twist. it was great. It yeah. was yeah. a great twist, but he's been watching her. How did he not pick up on this? Because he can. She can. Here's the thing. She's got these bl- glowing blue lights in strategic places all around her apartment. That's how he knows that she's blind. Um, when she's walking around her place, she doesn't look lost. Whatever this system is, and I'd love to speculate as to what it does, Mm -hmm. it allows her to maybe see via sonar, like kind of like Daredevil style. (laughs) Sure. Let's let's say. I'm going to say she's got a Daredevil setup 
in her apartment, and that's why she doesn't leave. She gets all her groceries and all of her stuff delivered um, because she doesn't leave the apartment. By the way, delivery guy, close the door for the blind lady. (laughs) Shame on you. (laughs) So rude. Shame on you, you dick. (laughs) Come on. I was mad at him not for closing it just when she was just a regular lady. When she's blind... She can't even tell it's still open. Also, her terrible. hands were full with the groceries. Uh, like, she, yeah, he couldn't bring she them can in. can tell her. there's airflow coming in from the balcony. Either way, man. So Whatever. what's really interesting is she's walking with the bags and she like kind of bumps into her own couch, which mm. I guess was supposed to be like, you know, like, hey hint, fans, hint, nod, nod. guess what? Uh, she's a blind lady who's been living there for a while. She knows where her couch is. Yeah. Well, she to be fair, I can see and I bump into my couch all the time. It's true. <laughs> I stub my toe on everything. My toe. We're, <laughs> we're in here. <laughs> First we have a mosquito. Now there's intruders. People are trying to break it's, in it's here. Eric. Eric is trying to break in because he's in love with us. <laughs> is this just, is, what, what is this feeling that's coming over me? You know, there's, um. Is this our huddling in the corner while we are afraid of You know, in these, in these final hours, as the intruders come (laughs) with their army of mosquitoes to take us away, I can only think of one thing. A memory from my youth. I was a young boy. Oh. I was gonna leave that back to Dorian Dong! Tell us. Okay, alright. Whoa! I want to be a Dorian with a package as large as the moon. <laughs> it's so big, it dwarfs everyone. Whales are afraid of it. Okay. Right. Where did that come from? It's on our soundboard, apparently. <laughs> no, Matt was thinking of a childhood memory. Yeah, oh, uh, you're right. <laughs> that is true. Okay. Uh, oh, we've just gone to a new place. I know. <laughs> it's an, it, it's a dangerous it. place. It's lucky there's only one episode left this season. Otherwise, I would demand that I sing everything I say. <laughs> well, it's funny uh, that you say sing because I got a very Phantom of the Opera vibe from this whole um, yeah. subplot thing. And I know that makes me a total geek for just admitting no, that. No. I just sang a thing about a Dorian penis on a, on a Pokemon theme song, and that's dorky for knowing the Phantom of the... O- Settle. To, to continue this musical, uh, the Crimson and Clover scene yeah. was so creepy. Oh, yeah. It was terrifyingly creepy. The use of music this week was great. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I was terrified, disgusted, aroused. Who knows? <laughs> it was amazing. I would hope that you would. <laughs> I don't. Oh my goodness! See that—that that is scary, right? Um, I want like, I've got feels, but I'm not sure which one. I've got yeah. feels. I don't know what's happening. I don't know where they are on my body, <laughs> but I don't want to find them. Yeah. Um, I like them. I don't like them. All right. I want to talk about the the plastic surgery thing and the implications of it. But before we get into kind of that big idea conversation, anyone else want to throw out favorite bits or things they want to talk about from this episode? Oh, uh, well, I mean, it sort of t- goes towards the plastic surgery. Sure. But the guy that they go to interrogate... Um, he's like, mm-hmm. we gotta track down this actuator. Yeah. Oh, DiCarlo. Yeah, yeah DiCarlo. Who's inside of that robot thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that yeah, was Tony Cox. Crazy. It like, was, that was, right it was out, just a it was quick moment. Black. I was shocked. Men in Black yeah, or, yeah. um, uh, Total Recall was what my or friend was saying. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Or, well, he was he was in Bad Santa. Yes. Uh, but this was not like Bad. He didn't do that Bad Santa. No. Yeah. But he's like, do you know how expensive those are? Mm-hmm. A great recurring character to bring back. Uh, do you think they'll bring two? him back? Uh, why wouldn't you? Why he's a big you? actor to only really... show up for like a thirty second scene. Yeah, that's true. I I would hope that you know that some of the characters that they've established through this season in what seemed like one off episodes would come back if given a season two. Yeah. yeah, like I would love to see the psychic girl again. She was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I'm hoping in in season two if we get it is that they can take this sort of procedural tone and move it into a more serialized environment with the with what we've got yeah. like using the tools that we've got what they've given us they can move it into a slightly more serialized format that would be awesome all right um unfortunately we are running low on time and i know we got news and gossip we got predictions um i mean basically all i wanted to say about this plastic surgery thing maybe we all go around we say one thing um is that we're getting dangerously close to a future where you can be Whatever kind of person you want to be if you have enough money to do it. Um, and the idea of this, I think, is particularly scary because once you can perfect yourself, you know, from birth or after birth, what does it mean to be human? And like everything that I feel like they introduced goes back to the, to the title, Almost Human. You know, and what does that really mean? And, uh, yeah, it just kind of spun me off on a great train of thought. It's a very aptly named show. Yeah. Very much so. Um, I really like that they, you know, use something that's very, uh, you know, and they do this a lot. They use something that's very prevalent now and they fling it into the future and, uh, you know, make little tweaks and changes to it to talk about it in a way that's still relevant to today. Um, because, you know, the ideas of perfection and, you know, what, what our society deems as beautiful is still, you know, that, that's a huge thing in how it's portrayed in the media and how that affects us mm-hmm. is something that, you know, it, it affects everybody who's touched by that. And so it was very cool to see, um, how almost human kind of tackled that in this one. Great. I think this uh, this episode, just like all the other episodes, definitely do take things that are relevant and current and approach it in a futuristic way. But they're all pretty similar to what's happening now. Yeah. Um, and I love that they do that. All right. Okay. Uh, let's talk news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Um, so just a quick ratings check-in. As uh, I know we're all eager to know of the uh, – the show is going to be picked up or not? Uh, according to TV by the numbers, show got scored a uh, one six and uh, five point seven million viewers this week in the uh, the, the same day ratings. So right. hopefully they'll we'll see a, a bump with the day plus one and day plus three, day plus seven, all that. Um, so the show gets a little boost. Uh, according to TV by the numbers, cancellation bear. They've taken it off of cancellation watch and is back on the fence. Ooh, so that's it's a, good. they're seeing it's more questionable. I guess just based on the numbers have are, so, are still yeah. being decent and Fox is really it's like what is Fox going to pick up like do they have more pilots that they want to show I think they're going to end up wait if you ask me they're going to end up waiting to see how, how their, their pilots yeah how up. their pilot run does and if yeah. they have something else that can fit into this type of audience yeah. Well, and just kind of based on um, when they, they showed the preview for next week, for anybody who, who watched it um, on TV yesterday, they they referred to next week's episode as the season finale as opposed to the that. series finale. So, you know, that's not, not, not terrible news. It's all good news. Uh, and, you know, like what they need to do, and I'm hoping that they're exploring options like this, do something like what, what CBS did with Under the Dome. 
you get a streaming service to pay for half the episode costs up front to get exclusive streaming rights the day after the show airs. Mm -hmm. Do something like that or something like what the Netflix did with The Killing where they get uh, after the season is done, they get it immediately after. Well, with networks, with Fox and and NBC and ABC, there's a certain amount of deal. Yeah, a deal where it goes straight to Hulu and that's part of how Hulu exists. Got it. So that's already built in. Okay. Well, but that doesn't mean there can't be something worked out to help pay for the show. Okay. Well, we've all got high hopes. It's time for predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, folks. We got one episode left. Now, I have not seen the preview for next week. The preview. We get a little bit of uh, Edward Kennex, uh is, is being talked about. We don't see him. His uh, Kennex's dad. What? Um, and his, who was apparently a cop, mm-hmm. um, was. Is he was, still alive? I, I don't think so. It's, it seemed like they were talking about him very in the past fatalistic, tense. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but he's, um, he was accused of stealing robotics from the evidence locker. Hmm. And then he was killed. That I had it written down. He, so, <laughs> we're all, we're all in agreement Edward Kennex is running in syndicate, right? Oh. <laughs> like, just hearing that, just hearing that and hearing he stole robotics, I'm like, Edward Kennex runs in syndicate, done, hook, line, sinker. We can go, all go home. Is he on the other side of the wall? Yeah, of course <laughs> who, he is. Who knows what's over there? Could be zombies over there, probably, you know. <laughs> yeah, because the, the thing that this show needs is more, is zombies, because we don't have enough stuff already. No. Zombies explained via technology. Fine. Yeah, like it's something Ooh. that goes at the brainstem that keeps the central nervous system going, but nothing yeah. else. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, the big. Oh, oh, the big. Well, the big quote from the uh, from that little preview was because uh, it, it, it looked actually very uh, like episodic. Actually, like it looked like there was a case that they're dealing with and moving through. It didn't look as serialized as I, I wanted they to. It didn't but, look like our big season. Yeah, it, did, it didn't. But the the. What they say that kind of leaves me hopeful is this is bigger than a serial killer. Cool. <clears throat> I'm down with that. So I think they're going to start with a procedural, and then it'll go, and they'll realize, no, this, this is, is connected. John Lerkat comes in with the Dorian army. Please. Yeah. Please, please, please. We all want a Dorian army. <laughs> yeah. Um, my predictions are thus. Next episode is going to be no answers, no reveals, <laughs> and then a giant cliffhanger at the end. Bam! I hate you. That's what I think. I don't hate you, but I hate that I'm, thought because it's it, such it's a so pessimist, and that's what I think is happening. Okay, Megan. Oh well, I thought initially, just based on the preview, that this was going to be a wrongfully accused type case in which you know Kenix's father, his name was ruined, and so this is Kenix on a kind of quest to clear his father's name, mm-hmm. and that whatever Kenix's father was fighting against, whether that was in Syndicate, where actually, like, this bigger group, this bigger threat is the cause of his death, as opposed to just sort of whatever circumstances they made it look like to to sort of shame his name. Um, oh, like but- maybe in Syndicate's been after the Kenix's for a long time. For a long but time. now that you've said that, I'm like, oh, maybe that, maybe, maybe that's maybe, it. Maybe, maybe, But I, I'm gonna stick. Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with that. Oh, it's all come across very, very sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a tingling sensation from the top of my spine to the tip of my toe, and for the first time in my entire life, I realize I'm a DRN, aren't I? Well, you're, you're full just of now DRN. Really? Yeah. And I can fill this room with joy. <laughs> <laughs> with power. 
with a crippling impossibility of a Dorian. <laughs> the future has so many possibilities, and they are all Dorian. <laughs> okay, Megan. Where can the people find you? Keep the music playing. I love this. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on the After Buzzes for Sherlock, um, Agents of Shield, and occasionally Walking Dead. All right, Yell Teagle. Uh, the people can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y A E L dot TV. Uh, at After Buzz on Lost Girl, Sherlock, um, Grim, uh, Arrow, Tomorrow People, and a whole bunch more. Uh, and also on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Yale Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. I can't stop laughing at Matt's dancing. Uh, I'm Zach Wilson. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. And here at AfterBuzz on Archer Helix, Grim is coming back this week. Yay. And uh, coming up soon, uh, Resurrection, which I'll be co-hosting with Matt Lieberman. Yes, that's true. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, and I mean, if you're watching this show, I mean, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? That would be Meh. that would be a mistake on your part. It was funnier when you did that on the Lost Girl show because you had perfect timing then. This time wasn't as funny. If you can follow me on Twitter, you could do it at, at Matt Lieberman. That's M A T T L I E B E R M A N. Uh, you can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on a bunch of stuff, mostly with these guys. Uh, it takes too long to list it all, but keep an eye out for Resurrection uh, that's coming out Sunday, March 9th. And uh, Sherlock's wrapping up its run this week. We're doing the final two episodes of season two. And we will have covered the whole series, which is amazing. First time I've ever done that. Uh, and uh, if you're in L.A., you love live comedy, you can come see me at the I.O. West Comedy Theater on Hollywood Boulevard, 6366 Hollywood Boulevard. The next show is Sunday, March 9th, the night that Resurrection premieres. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to be there for the podcast the first night because I'm going to be doing this live show. Come, come, come and see it. Sunday, March 9th at 9 p.m. as a member of DJ Fawcett. I want to thank the whole panel. I want to thank everyone listening, downloading, streaming, watching. You're all the greatest. You have an amazing week. We got a season finale next week. Going out on a high, baby. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here and be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.